The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Sukkah has been dedicated by Celia and Isaac Jamal. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen for the Hatzlecha of their dear children. May they see much nachat from all of them. May they all grow up and get married in the right time and have children healthily, happily with berachah vatzlacha. And may they see uh, descendants and descendants of their descendants. Ad bi'ad go'el sedek. Amen. The Masechet has also been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel Ruah Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Again by Celia and Isaac Jamal To school the Mitzvot Today's Daf is being dedicated by our dear friends From Aventura, Florida Mr. Roger and Raquel Baghdadi Hashem Alehem Yehyu Amen Daf Lamidhe Today's daf is being studied the Ilu Nishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihanu Begin Aiden Amen. Today's daf is being studied the Ilu Nishmat Amiruhamech and Eftel Bekitsuri Amin Vishanim Bazal Bat Frida. Ruach Hashem Tanihanu Begin Aiden Amen. Today's daf is being studied the Rufu Ashlema Hamobadia Yosef Ben Gurjia. Enna Rifanalo. Amen. We begin today's daf on Rishon, beginning the subject of the laws of Etrog. We have a Braita. It says in the Torah when it's referring to the Etrog, Peri, a fruit, a of wood, from a tree. Hadar, that is beautiful. So the Gabbara says, Aetz, Shetaram, Aetzo, Uperio, Shave. The fact that it says Peri, Aetz, so the Gemara makes a derasha that it's a type of fruit that the tree, the wood, the bark of the tree and the fruit itself have the same taste. And that must be an etrog. Because that's one of the only fruits that the bark and the fruit itself have the same taste. She says, That the aetz like the piri, So comes the Gemara and says, Who says, that it's an etrog, maybe it's a pepper. Uh, the peppers that we're talking about over here, uh, they have a, uh, a picture in the books, Kuf Mem Zayin. It's like those uh, long uh, jalapeno uh, peppers, uh, it looks like. Not the uh, big, uh, you know, uh, round ones. So those the long, uh, skinny ones. That's the way uh, they have it over there. Uh, others, however, want to say, it's actually referring to the black uh, pepper. Like the peppercorns that they use for the spice. Uh, that would make more mashma'ut uh, in the Gemara coming up. Like those black peppercorns that they use to make uh, black pepper. In any event, the Gemara says, Like we have a braita. It says in the Pasuk, The Pasuk over there is talking about the laws of Orla, the first three years of a tree. So the full Pasuk says, You're going to plant every uh, tree. Of food. Then the pasuk continues. So the Gemara says, it says in the pasuk, Don't I know? Obviously, if we're talking about the laws of Orla, we must be talking about a fruit tree, because those are the trees that are subject to Orla. Why does the pasuk have to say? Uh, in it when it says the word is extra we know we're talking about a fruit tree the pasuk just could have said 
kol aitz. What is the word ma'achal coming to do? So Rashi says, uchtiv besofed lo yachel. Right? The Torah says, for the first three years you cannot eat. And you did the be'aitz ma'achal mishta'ikra. Don't I know the pasuk is talking about aitz ma'achal? So the Gemara, you know why it says untatem kol aitz ma'achal. We're talking about a tree, that its tree and its fruit are the same taste. What's that referring to? Pilpilin. That's referring to the pepper. It also has the same taste as its tree. To teach you two things. Number one, pilpilin are considered hayabim in Olam. In the first three years you have to... Uh, Treat them be'isud, because as she said, you might have thought that since they grow on a small tree, that you treat them like a vegetable. Vegetables are not subject to Allah, only perot. So the halus of the pasuk is no, that even the pilpilin, that's etz, and the peri is shaveh, and the taste is still hayav in Allah. The en eris Israel hasera klum. And you have to know also that eris says not missing anything. It even has pepper. Shene'emar lo tehsar kol ba. The pasuk says it does not lack anything. Rashi says, v'lamidcha hai etz ma'akal, da'afilu pilpilin bichlal. That when the Torah refers to the trees of Israel, the fruit trees, it's even referring to pilpilin to show you that it is Israel has every spice. But what do you see from over here? Who told you that it's the etrog when it says pri'etz hadar? Maybe it's referring to the pilpilin. It also has ta'am etzo pri'yoshave. Hata mishum de lo efshar. You have no choice. How can you tell me that you're going to take for a pini etzadar a pepper? Hechi na'amid, what is he going to do? Ninkot hada? What do you have to take one little uh, pepper? Lo minkera likihata. It's not going to be recognizable or noticeable. He's taking a little pepper. Ninkot, tre? What are you going to tell the guy? So take two of them. Can't do that. Otlata or three? Well, the Torah says, Peri ehad amarachmana velo shenai mushlosha. Right, the Torah says peri etzadar. We learned on yesterday's daf that's only about one, so you can't take two or three. Velo shenai mushlosha perot hilkach lo efshar. Therefore, must be referring to the etrog. So we we negated the pilpelin. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says al tekre hadar. Don't read the word peri etzadar as hadar as as beautiful. Ela hadir. A deer, a deer is a pen, like a corral, where they have the animals. Ma deer, just like in a deer, in a corral, yesh, yesh bo gidolim uktanim, you have all types of animals, you have big animals, you have small animals. Timimim, you have full, complete animals, unblemished. Ubali mumin, you have blemished animals. Hachana mesotuba the etrog tree. Yesh bo gidolim uktanim, simultaneously you have big etrogim, big fruit on the tree, as well as small fruit. Timimim, Complete, unblemished fruit. So they're assuming that this is unique by an etrog tree. So the Gemara says, why? What do you mean? Every species of fruit, you have big fruit, you have small fruit, you have unblemished, you have blemished. So the Gemara says, While the small ones are starting to sprout, the big ones are still around, which is the etrog tree is unique in the sense that the fruit stay on the tree for a long time, for two or three years. And therefore when the smaller etrogim are sprouting out, the big ones are still there. In our picture books we have, in picture number Kufmem here, you see the, uh, the bigger etrog, and on top of it you have smaller etrogim, you know, sprouting out from on top, which is they're on the tree simultaneously. So Hadar is like a deer. That's just like in a pen. You have big animals simultaneously with small animals. So that's the type of tree that has the big etrogim with the small etrogim. That's only referring to an etrog tree. Now we go to another interpretation of the word Hadar. Abu Amar, Al-Tikri Hadar, Ela, 
דבר שדר באילנו משנה לשנה. She's put a dagesh in the dalet. Hadar, the type of tree that dwells, the food dwells in from year to year. Now there's really no machloket between what the Abhu said and the uh, last opinion. The last opinion uh, which was uh, Rabbi. Both are agreeing that the point of the Pasuk of Hadar is to teach me that it stays on the tree for a long time. It's just that the Mahlokan is, do you learn the word Hadar coming from the word Dir? Or do you learn Hadar? Hadar. But the, the end result is the, is the same. Ben Azai Omer, Ben Azai is a different interpretation. Atikle Hadar Ela, meaning the Masur Tashas, Hadur. Okay? What does the word Hadur mean over here? Shekin Bilshon Yevani, in Greek, Korim Lamayim, they referred to water as Hidur. So that was Peri Etz, like Hidur, the fruit that grows by the water. The Ezri Shekadar Kol Mayim, which tree grows by the water? Haviomer Zetrog, this is referring to the Etrog. So then we have different interpretations of how to learn the word Hadar. Let's just read the Rashi's over here. Um, let's start with Nimkot Hadar, fifth line. Maybe if it's a peppercorn, you'll tell me we'll take one. Gara'ini Had, Lomin Keraliki Hatam, because it's so small. Hadir, Pri Et Shedome Ilanon Ledir Shilson, the type of fruit that's similar to corral of sheep. Atukuru Ilanel Et Peperon Gedri Muktanim, the Gemara says, what do you mean? The Etrog is the only type of species that has big fruit and small fruit. Which means all type of apple trees. They're not uh, the same size of apple fruit. We're not talking about in one year. You have big and small animals. You have the big fruit from last year. Ishtakad means last year. While you still have the, the new fruit of this year. Grows in the tree two or three years. When you're coming to harvest this year's crop, you still have last year's crop on the tree. Hadar. Which means the second opinion of Rabbi Abu is the same opinion as Rabbi Ela b'mashmauta peligi. It's just that the argument the mashmaut of the pasuk more darish le lashon dir or more darish le lashon dira. Okay, dwelling the fish. Okay, now we go further in the Gemara. Comes the Gemara and says. So what do we say? We said that a netrog from an asherah, that's a tree that they worship Abu Dazara, or a netrog the city that the inhabitants worship Abu Dazara, what's the reason? Since it's destined to be burnt, it has to be burnt, it's considered as if it is burnt now, and therefore it's lacking a shi'ud. Which we learned in the Mishnah, the Torah has to have a certain shi'ud, a kabetzah, ka'egos, whatever the opinion is. Uh, but once already it's destined to be burnt, because it's burnt, therefore it lacks the proper shi'ud. Comes to Gibran and says, Veshel orla pasul, the Torah of orla. What is orla? Orla is the first three years of a fruit tree. So it's asur to benefit, to eat, let's say, from those Fruit. So you have an etrog from the Orlat Pasul. My Tama, what's the reason why Tama is Pasul for an etrog? Pedigi bar, Bihayabar, Abin, Rabbaset. Now look at Hadamar, Lefish, and Baeter, Achila. One rabbi wants to say, because bottom line, you can't eat it. And since you can't eat it, the Torah tells you that the etrog has to be Lachim. Right? Ukhtim Lachim. Now, 
part of the lachem is you can do whatever you want with it. Now, if you can't eat it, so it's lacking in lachem. You, you, you have a, a certain restriction on the uh, benefits that you can have from it. So therefore, the reason why they're saying an etrog of orla is pasul for um, uh, the mitzvah is because you cannot eat it. Because it does not have monetary value. Which means, you cannot use it. You cannot sell it. There's no monetary value for you. So it's either a sur achila, or it does not, it's not sheve pirutati. It doesn't have a value of even a, uh, a piruta. Why? Because it's a sur bahana. So the Gebra says, At this point, the Gebra is thinking, According to the first opinion that says, For the atrok to be good, it has to be edible. Lo ba'iddin mamon. But it doesn't need it to have monetary value. Uman de din mamon, according to the opinion that says it needs a monetary value, lo ba'ayater akhila. Now, what would be the difference, Nafkamina? So look at Rashi. Rashi says, Iyava be'ayater akhila. Give me a case that says, Iyava akhila kegon, ma'asir sheni birushalayim. Ma'asir sheni is the, 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 the tithe that you take in the first, second, fourth, and fifth years of the Shemitah, you take it to Yerushalayim. Now, ma'asir sheni birushalayim, you're allowed to eat it. It's mutar ba'akhira. However, she says, lo ba'ed din mamon. But there's no monetary value. Ta'afa pishe'im mamon. It's not your money. So according to the opinion that says, all you need is a din akhira, so ma'asir sheni etrogim would be kosher. Because it has a din akhira, you can eat it in Yerushalayim, even though you're not allowed to benefit from it besides eating it. I mean, you can, that doesn't have a monetary value. You can't sell it, you can't use it for uh, other things but eating. However, because the country really belongs to Hagadot Baruch Hu. It's Hashem's property. It's not considered private property. For example, a person cannot marry his wife using a Ba'asir Sheni. Because it's not considered your money. The money has to be the, the husband's, right? So according to this opinion of Akhila, it would be kashit use Masir Shini of uh, in Yerushalayim. Because again, it has Heter Akhila, even though it doesn't have Heter, Mamon. Now we go the other way. Uman Tiba'id Din Mamon. According to the opinion that says, Rashi, according to the opinion that says you need monetary value, Lo Ba'e Heter Akhila. Umakshir Etrog Shil Tebel. Let's take an Etrog where they didn't give the Tirumot and Masrot from them yet. So this is Isur uh, Akhila, you can't eat Tebel. However, Shasur Bakhila Mutar Bahana, but you have to have Bahana from Tebel. So it does have a monetary value. So the Gibraltar thought to say that each opinion is to the exclusion of the other opinion. The one that says Heter Akhila, only goes with Akhila, it doesn't go with Mamon. Therefore, Ma'asir Shini Birushalayim, according to it, would be Kasher for an Etrog. According to the other opinion that says you go with Mamon, you go with Mamon and not Akhila. So therefore, Tebel, according to that, opinion would be okay, because you have the Eter Mamon, but you don't have a Deen of Akhila. So comes the Gemara and says, no, Tenan, we learned in our Mishnah, Shel Teruma right, we said, if you have, let's say, a an Etrog from Teruma, right, that belongs to the Kohen, but the Teruma became Teme'a, so the Mishnah said Pasul, it is Pasul, so the Gemara analyzes, Pishlama Lemandama Lefishem Ba'eter Akhila Shapir, right, according to the opinion that says, because it's not edible, well, Teruma Teme'a is not edible, so therefore we understand why the Etrog is not going to be kasher. Again, since the Torah says lachem, so once already it's lacking in the lachem because it's not edible, so we understand. But according to the opinion that says because it doesn't have a monetary value, what do you mean? The Kohen is allowed to use terumat as fuel. He's allowed to use it as, as fuel to, 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 to cook his, uh, his food. So therefore, how can you tell me Mishnah's pasul? It has a din of mamon. So therefore the Gemara says, Everybody holds you need Heter Akhila. Which means for an etrog to be valid, it's got to be 
edible. That's not the machloket. Kipeligi bedin mamon. The machloket is if you also need monetary value. Right. Mor sabareter achila ba'inan, din mamon, no ba'inan. The first opinion says, no, you only need a terachila, but you don't need din mamon. O mor sabar, din mamon, name ba'inan. So that's the machloket of it. You need two items or just one. Now what's the nafkamina? So the Gemara says, my benayu, ika benayu ma'asir sheni shemirushalayim. Ba'asir sheni in Yerushalayim alibad rabi mi'ir. According to the Bimi'ir, the Bimi'ir is the opinion that says that Ma'asir Sheni is considered Mamon Gavoa. So let's analyze. The Manda Malifishi and by Terachila, according to the opinion that says that the, in the trog of Orla is Pasul because it's not edible, well, Ma'asir Sheni, Hare Yesh by Terachila. But Ma'asir Sheni Birushlam has a din of Achila. The Manda Malifishi and by Din Mamon, but according to the opinion that says it doesn't have a monetary value, you cannot have an hour from it, well, Ma'asir Sheni, Mamon Gavoa. Well, indeed, according to the Bimi'ir, it's Mamon Gavoa, and therefore it will also not be good. Because while you have Deen Achila, you don't have Deen Mamon. Okay, so that's the Gemara. Comes Gemara says to Stayyem, let us conclude that it be Aser, the Amar Lefisha'en Ba Deen Mamon. Now, we don't know which opinion said what. We just know one rabbi said Achila, and one rabbi said Mamon. So we want to say now, let us prove that it's, it was indeed Rabbi Aser. The one that held that you need Deen Mamun. Why? The Amar of Aseh, because Aseh said, Etrog Shel, Etrog Shel Maser Sheni, right? Etrog of Maser Sheni, Lidavere Bimi'ir, according to the Bimi'ir that says, that it's considered Mamun Gavoa, En Adam Yotzebo, Yedehovato, Binyom Tov. Right? You cannot be Yotzebo, Yedehovato. Why? Because it doesn't have Deen Mamon, even though it has Deen Achila, but since it doesn't have Deen Mamon, so therefore it's not good. But according to Achamim, they hold that Maser Shini is not considered Mamon Gavon. They consider Maser Shini is considered Mamon Hediot. Therefore you have two items. You have Mamon and you have uh, Achila. And who's making a statement? This is the opinion of Rabbi Aseh. So the Gemara says, this is conclusive that it is indeed Rabbi Aseh, the one that said that by Yitrog you need a Deen of. Mamon plus the din of Achila. Comes again when I continues. Amar of Bufa. We learned about. Amar of Asi. Etrog Shemaser Sheni. Etrog Shemaser Sheni. Ledevrer bimir. According to Bimir that says, It's Lamon Gavoa. En Adam Yotzebo Yidehovato Biyom Tov. Ledevrer Hakamim. According to the opinion of the Hakamim. Adam Yotzebo Yidehovato Biyom Tov. That's the first case. That's just repeating. Now we go to the next case. Masashel Maser Sheni. Let's say Pesah, you made Masah from uh, wheat of Ma'asir Shini. The Devir Bimi'ir, a quote Bimi'ir that says that what? That Ma'asir Shini is considered Mamon Gavoa, and Adam Yotzeba Yedehovato Be Pesah. You're not going to be Yotzeh. Now the Gibraltar is going to ask some question. What do you mean? I understand you want to tell me a trog, it says Lachem. But by Matzah, it doesn't say Basatchem. It doesn't say the Matzah has to be used. So therefore, why should the Bimi'ir Oser Matzah just because it's Mamon? Kavawat, give me a question. Good. Now we get to the third case. Isa shel ma'asishin. Dough of ma'asishin. The derivative of Mimir, petura min hala. According to the Bimir, it's exempt from the obligation of hala. Why? Because by hala, the Torah says, Rishit arisotechim. It's got to be your dough. Ma'asishin belongs to Gavawa. Good. So therefore, you don't have to take the hala. Now, Rashi uh, says, "V'afagav di ikaiter achila." This is the bottom Rashi, two lines on the bottom. V'afagav di ikaiter achila. Even though you're allowed to eat, let's say uh, this uh, dough, 
bottom line, since it doesn't have a other dini of mamon, and you can't use it to make a dish in Ishad as though, because bottom line, bottom line, it's about sashiri. So in order to be arisotechem, according to, it's got to be totally yours. Good. Good. So we have three cases. We have the case of etrog, we have the case of masa, and we have the case of the halad, the dough. Right? And bottom line, it's the same mahlukit, all three cases. The Bibir will say no good. Meaning the etrog is no good, uh, the matzah no good, and the halah, you're not hayav and halah. Not hayav and halah. Okay? Whereas Hakamim argue in all the cases. Matkif, Lada Papa, Pishta Ma'isa, I understand why the dough, Kotri Bimir, Ketiv, Rishit, Arisotechem. Good, it's got to be yours. And since you're telling me that Ma'asushni uh, is considered Mamon Gavoa, good, so it's not yours. That's why you patur from halah. Etrog Namek, Ketiv, Lachem. Okay, etrog also says, Ukahtem, Lachem, Mishalachem. Ela Masah, Miketim Masatchem. Right, does it say by uh, Masah that has to be your Masah? It just says Tochlu uh, Masot. So I don't care if it's, if it's uh, Mamon Gavoa. Uh, if, if it's edible, it's Masish, it's edible in Yerushalayim, so the Vilkara should be good. So Amar Abba Shemuel, Betim Arav Yemar Bashelamia, Atya Lechem Lechem. So he says, we actually have a Gezerah Shabbat. Lechem, lechem. Ketiva, it says by Masah, lechem oni. Right? The bread of affliction. And it says by the case of Hala, Vehaya, Baacholchem, Melechem Aaris, Tarimu Tirumal Hashem. So it's referring when it refers to the laws of Hala, it calls it lechem. So the Gemara says, Ma lealan Mishilachem, just like by Hala, it's going to be Mishilachem, because it says Ali Sotachem, Velo Mishil. Uh, ma'asir, right? It cannot be long to ma'asir. It's got to be your dough, not ma'asir shini. Afka mishlechem lo mishel ma'asir. So basically, you're right. The masa is only learned from a kezira shabbat lechem lechem. So give us a lema misayel. Let's bring a proof uh, to what we just said in this abraita uh, regarding that uh, the three items that are machlok the bimir hakamim. Isa shel ma'asir shini. Okay, so you have a clear uh, statement over here that says what? Uh, that Isa. So the Gemara continues. Let us bring a bright to support what we just said in the name of Rabbi Let us bring a proof. He, he, it's exactly the same statement, which means it's word for word what we said above. So the Gemara says, what we're trying to do is like this. The reason why we're bringing a proof from this Braita, because this Braita only discussed one out of the three cases. It only discussed the case of Hala. So the Gemara says, I'll say that since I see they're arguing by the case of Halal and the Braita, Behana me pedige. So I'll say they also must be arguing in the other cases as well. Or Dilma, or maybe I'll say no. Shani Isa, the Amar Kira Arisotechem, Arisotechem, Trezne. Since by the case of Halal, it says the word Arisotechem, your uh, those, twice, so I'll say maybe that's why Davkara Bimi'ir said that by Halal, you don't have to give, uh, you don't have to give halah on the, the uh, dough of Ma'asir Shini. Because maybe because it says, Ali Sotechem, 
twice. Which means, so I'll tell you what, it's not enough to have heter achila. You need to have heter mamon also. But maybe I'll say only by ma'asir, shenikos, it says arisotechem, arisotechem. But maybe by the etrog, where it only says the word lachem, maybe I'll tell you so long as it has heter achila, even though it doesn't have heter mamon, maybe the will agree that it's okay. So that's why we are saying lema misayel. Let us say maybe it's a proof because the brayta only discussed halah. So I can learn the brayta one of two ways. I can say halah one of the three cases, but who adin the other cases? If you can learn like that, then it's a proof. But I can argue and say no. Maybe the brayta was specific. It only brought the case of halah because it says alisotechim twice. So dafka by halah you can get away. You, you, you don't have to give halah because it has to be yours in all aspects. Ben la Bin Mamon. And since there's no Din Mamon and Maasej, they couldn't be Mir, it's Patur from Hala. But maybe by Etrog, it doesn't say Lachem twice, and you're allowed to eat it, right? You just have a Din Mamon. So maybe I'll argue with you and tell you you can use it. So that's why the Gemara says, Lema Messiah. Let us say. That's not a conclusive proof. That's why the Braita is uh, said in the Lema. Let us prove it's not actually conclusive. Comes the Gemara and says, Shel Pesula. Now we said, if the terumah, that's what you give to the coin, if it became temeah, you have a trog. Okay, so the trog became temeah, but it was, was terumah. So the uh, deen is pesula. You cannot use it for a trog. So the Gemara says, Deled beheter achila. Very easy. Because you can't eat it. According to everybody, you need to have beheter achila. And since terumah temeah is not edible, Correct? The Kohen cannot eat it. So therefore it's obvious why the Kohen cannot use this uh, etrog. Because in no heter achila. V'shel terumat lo yitol. Oh, but terumat tehorah, which does have edibility, right? The Kohen can eat it. Still lo yitol. You shouldn't take it for uh, for your etrog. So the question is why? Pedigi bar, bi amir, bi amir, one says because you're going to prepare it to become Tameh. What does this mean? The Torah teaches us uh, that we have to protect Tirumah from becoming Tameh. The Torah of the Pasuk is Mishmeret Tirumotai. By Tirumot, you have to make a Mishmeret. You have to protect them. Now, not only do you have to protect them from becoming Tameh, but you have to protect them from becoming susceptible to Tumah. Now, how does something become susceptible to Tumah? It has to become Mukhshar. It has to become wet with one of the seven liquids, which incidentally one of them is water. Now, if you are going to allow you, let's say we're going to allow this Kohen, to use Tirumah, Tehorah as an Etrog, what are we worried? Well, the custom was in the olden days, as it is now, that after one's finished with his Dulav and Hadas Ta'arabah, he places it back in the vase of water, in order so it doesn't wilt. Now what's going to happen, he's going to take out his lulav from the water, his etrog is going to be touching the lulav, now the water is going to go on the etrog, and now it's going to become mukshar. And the Torah says you got to be careful when it comes to terumah, that you don't cause it to become closer to tumah. So the first logic of why they don't want you to use the um, terumah, teorah, even though it's edible, is because because you're going to make it susceptible to the law of one rabbi says, no, mafsida. No, you're going to cause the terumah to become deteriorated. You're going to cause it to become lost. What do you mean? The Torah says you're not allowed to destroy terumah, teorah. Right? Now what's going to happen? You have an etrog. Every time you hold the etrog, your hands are going to rub away some of the outer layer 
and skin of the Yitrog. So but we don't want you to handle it. Rashi says, Klipata the outer shell, by touching it, you're not allowed to be mafsid teruma. So now the Gemara says, my benayu, what's the nafka mina between the two reasons? Mepnesh mechshidata or mepnesh mafsida? Kegon shekara aleh Hashem, chutz meklipata chitzona. Which means, you called the name of teruma on this etrog, for all the parts of the etrog except the outer shell. So therefore, the outer shell is not considered teruma. Therefore, the man da mapnesh mechshida ika. Well, according to the opinion of Makhshir, it's not a problem. Because you are going to cause the uh, water to go on the Yitrog and prepare it for Tum'ah. But according to the opinion of because the outer shell is not considered Terumah. Okay, comes Gevara continues. But the Mishnah did say, if you took a Yitrog of Terumah Teora, Keshera, Yotze. Right, according to the opinion that goes with Akhila, that's the main item, Hare yesh ba yeter achila. Bottom line, Trumat Torah yesh ba yeter achila. Leman da malafish em ba din mamon. But according to the opinion that says din mamon, Hare yesh ba din mamon, which is Trumat Torah has a din mamon. The Kohen himself can use it, let's say, to make kadesh uh, uh, a lady with. And furthermore, as she says, yesh ba din mamon, Kohen make kadesh ba eta isha the Yisrael name. Interesting, even in Yisrael, as she says, im natnalo a Kohen. The Kohen gave it to him as a gift. Mekadesh ba eta isha. Which means, and he just pays the kwanim uh, the uh, the value of it. So you see what that even Israel can benefit from uh, from this. So therefore, you see what that b'diavad. Uh, if you ate teruma teora, I mean, if you ate, if you use it as an etrog, you can be yotze. Good comes the Gemara and says. Now let's just read Rashi. Now we explain the Ter Achila that the Kohen can eat the Kohen the Yisrael Nameh even Yisrael Nafik ba im lakham mekohen if let's say he took it from a Kohen ho'il v'yachol l'ha'achila l'ben bito Kohen which means if let's say he has a ben bito his grandson right from his daughter right his daughter married a Kohen the guy's daughter, Israel's daughter, married a Kohen. So, Ben Bito Kohen. Which means, that's the Israel's daughter, married a Kohen. Okay? Now, the, her children are considered Kohanim. Because right? the father's a Kohen. So, the Israel can give it, he can benefit, he has a, 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 a monetary value, or, I'm sorry, eating value, meaning, well, he can't eat it, but he can give it to his grandson. Which means, if his grandson is a Kohen, the Israel's able to... Give it to him. So that's what she says. If let's say he got it from a Kohen, let's say Kohen gave him this etrog. Okay, you said, Yoseba on Sukkot. No problem. Right, Kohen. Aval, Pidjon, Enla. Which is, there's no Pidjon on Teruma. You say, second of Teruma. Vaomer Ken Rasha'u. Rashi goes out of his way. Over here, it seems there were some uh, opinions that uh, wanted to say this pidyon by teruma. So Rashi says again, Anybody that says that uh, Israel can make pidyon, let him redeem the kedushah the teruma and uh, and eat it. That guy, Rashi says, uh, is a rasha. Okay, comes the Gemara and continues. Veshel demai. 
Now what is demai? Demai is fruit that you bought from Amaris. Now you don't know whether he took his ma'asrot or not. Right? Demai, damai. You don't know uh, what it is. So it comes now. The law is real that you're not allowed to eat demai. Who's allowed to eat demai? Only the anim. Because when it comes to the anim, we, uh, we're lenient. But a regular person that's not an ani, he has to take ma'asir again before he's allowed to eat it. So now we're discussing a trog of demai. Now the says it's okay. In the Mishnah we had a machlok of betchamai, betchamai. said you can use it. Because every person has the ability to become an Ani. He can make all his property hefker. And therefore everybody can become worthy to eat demai. So therefore it's considered lachem. So therefore even though he's not an Ani, since he has the ability to become an Ani by making all his property hefker, so therefore it's edible. Right? What you tell me it's it's edible, so therefore as long as edible is considered lachem. Not only it's edible, but it's considered your mamon. Therefore no problem. Now we have a Mishnah. Everybody agrees you can feed the poor people demai. Uh, well, achsanya means the uh, guests. In the olden days, the armies used to go from city to city, and uh, they used to stay by uh, people's houses. That the king would, you know, make a law that the, you have to host the army as it's traveling from town to give them food and stuff like that. So the guy who's an Aksanya, who's traveling on the road, is considered an ani. Even though back home he might have a lot of money, but bottom line, since he's on the road, he's an ani. So you're allowed to feed the Aksanya, the guest, right, who's traveling from town to town. You're allowed to feed him demai. shamai ani lo achil demai. Wow, Bet Shemai says, even a poor man cannot eat demai. Because he says, En ma'achilin ma'anim demai, betachsanya demai. Ve'amar avuna, tana, Bet Shemai omrim, En ma'achilin ma'anim betachsanihim demai. Ubet Shemai omrim, ma'achilin ma'anim demai, betachsanihim demai. So because that's a machloket, Bet Shemai betelel. So that's the explanation of our Mishnah. The Mishnah that says, machloket Bet Shemai betelel, but Betelel says every person can become an Ani, therefore the Demai is Ra'uilo, therefore you can use it for an Etrog. Where Bet Shemai says, no, even Aniim cannot eat Demai. So therefore it's not uh, your Ra'ui. So even if you become an Ani, still an Ani is Asur. So therefore that's why he says it's not your Mamon. It's not yours. You cannot benefit from it. So therefore you're not allowed to use it, use it for an Etrog. Okay? Comes the Gemara and continues. Okay, so what do we say? We said in our Mishnah regarding Ma'asir Sheni in Yerushalayim. Right, we said you shouldn't take it, but if you took it, it's okay. So the Gabbara's question is, what's the reason? Gabbara says, Right, according to the opinion that the concern is what? That you're worried about, you're going to makshir it. So that's the problem, because you're going to makshid it. What's going to happen? You're going to get water on the ma'asir sheni. You're going to make it susceptible for tumah. And according to the opinion of makshidah, you're going to be makshidah. Why? Because if you're going to go with the outer shell and by touching it, so therefore you're going to cause it to become ruined. So therefore, the same reason why you can't use tirumah is the same reason why you can't use the katahilah ma'asir sheni, birushalayim. Either because you're going to make it susceptible to tumah, or because you're going to be makshidah. Ve'im natal kesherah. Okay, now let's see why. Well, according to the opinion that says that the only time it's as soon as you don't have a heter achila, well, you have a heter achila. So according to everybody, 
it'll be fine. Leman the amal if she'en badin mamon, but according to the opinion that goes with monetary, that you have to have a monetary value. Hamani rabbanani, you have to say that the mishnah is going like the banan, because according to the mi'ir ma'asir sheni, you don't have monetary value. So therefore, our mishnah that said b'diavad, you can use ma'asir sheni as a netro, cannot be going like the mi'ir, because not considered nachem, because you don't have a monetary benefit from it. So our mishnah must be going like the hachamim that say ma'asir sheni does have. Monetary value, therefore it's okay. Alta hazazit. Okay, now we go back to the laws of the Yitrog. We said if let's say you have uh, boils that, uh, you know, surface on the Yitrog. Okay? So give us Amar Davar regarding this law of the boils, Rabbeinu Gadol. That's Rav. Amaro, he discussed this law. Hamakom yebe'azro. And that God should be with him. Lo shanu e'labimkom ehad. When did we say that if the majority of the Yitrog is, has the boils on them, the hazazid, that's only talking about it's all in one place. Right? It's all concentrated in one area. But if you have it scattered out, even if it's the majority, but it's scattered out in different places, kashir. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar le, or Amar rava, that's what it's supposed to say. Amar rava on the contrary, kimnumar, on the contrary, it's spotted. And two or three places makes it worse. Upasul. Elai etmar. If you want to say the statement of Rav, asifa etmar. Say it like this. Almi'uto kashir. That which the Mishnah said that if you have hazazit on the minority of the etrog is kashir. And on that, Rav Azda said, Amar Rav Azda. Tavar zeh nabinu agadol amarov amakom yiyeh be'azro. No shena'ela bimkom ehad. Which is, comes out of contrast, like Azda was saying in the Humrah, that even when we say minority is kashir, that's only if it's in concentrated in one spot, the boils. But if you have spots in different places, even though it's the minority of the etrog, pasul. Why? Minumar. Because it's spotted. What's the, what's the pasul in spotted? It's not hadar. Okay, let's read Rashi. Rashi says, Okay, that she's good. We're up to that she. We 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 caught up. So comes the Gemara and concludes, and the Gemara says, "Amar Okay, fine. Amar right? The al hotamo, the afilu be mashu dame pasul on the hotam of the etrog." Even a mashihu is pasul. So still now we're talking about the regular part of the etrog. But on the hotam area, which we'll see what that is literally, hotam means the nose of the etrog, even a mashihu is pasul. What is hotam? Rashi. Hotamo, be'ovi govho, shemeshapeya misham v'yored lesad rosho. That would be uh, the, go to the widest part of the etrog, right? And from where it starts to narrow as it goes up to the piton, from that area, from the widest part, as it goes up and narrows, that's the most sensitive part of the Yitrog, according to Rashi. Even a mashu, even one hazazit, even one boil in that spot, already you have a problem. And incidentally, that's why the Halakhat discusses even, not only boils, but black spots, or brown spots, in that area of the Yitrog, that's a problem. Which is even a mashu, because that's the ikar of the Yitrog, that's where the, uh, the hidur is in the Yitrog. Now, it should be noted that there's actually a few opinions on how to learn Chotamo. 
So I'm in my picture book here on that page, Kuf Nun Bet. So that she is the Aleph here. See, that's, you go to the widest part of the Yitrog, right? And you go upward. That's where the Yitrog starts to narrow. That's the area of the Chotam. You have the opinion of the Rosh. The Rosh is Bet. That's the actual Shipua. The actual curve. The area of the incline of the uh, Yitrog. Okay, that's a smaller area, right? You're not starting from the widest part up. You're just going to the, the area that's inclined on the top of the etrog, right? From the, uh, from the, under the piton, even a one uh, drop. Then you have the third opinion, which is the ridba. The ridba is right under the piton. Which means the spot right under the piton, that little area over there, that's considered the hotam. Then you have the rambam. The rambam's learning, it's actually the, uh, the pitom itself, the stem itself, which is if there's any drop, a dot, on the uh, stem itself is going to be pasul. So yeah, now she's giving you the, the biggest area of, uh, of, of psul, and the other Rishonim have their opinions. Last point to the Gemara, the Gemara says, Natla pitmato. So what do we say in the Mishnah? If the pitom came off, so it's pasul. Now how do we learn pitom? We learn pitom is the stick. In the top of the etrog, like the mushroom, is called the shoshanta. But the stick that comes out of the etrog, that's called the piton. So the Gemara says, He learned the Mishnah, not pitmato, but he called it buchnato. Now what is a buchna? Buchna is a pestle. If you remember, you have the mortar in the pestle. Actually, the picture books have a picture of this here. In Kufnun Hayt. Right? You have to grind it. This is the buchna. Right? The eyes, it's a long stick. So therefore, when it says pitma uh, in the uh, Mishnah, it's referring to the stick. Which is, even if the shoshanta fell off, it's still kasher. We're talking about the actual stick itself. Now, if you notice, it makes sense because the stick itself, like the stem that's coming out of the yitrog, it's, it's yellow like yitrog, and it's made of the same consistency as part of the yitrog. So look at Rashi. Rashi says, Tana, Rabbi Yitzhak bar al-Azad natla buchnato. In the Mishnah, he had the word Bukhnato. Why? Because it's, it's sharp and long. So that's the way he learns from Rabbi Yaakov. She's he learned was on the other side. He learned the Bukhna is on the bottom of the uh, etrog by the orchids. Which means they have the. Um, uh, uh, if you look in the picture books over here, you'll see it uh, on the bottom uh, on Kufnundad. You see the Bukhnato, uh, right? And then you go to Kufnun here. That's the little wood, right? That protrudes out of the bottom of the etrog. You see in the picture, let's say, Kufnundal, you have that little wood where it's attached to the tree, right? If that piece comes off, so that's called Bukhnato according to him, uh, and it caused it to have missing. I mean, when it came off, now the Yitrog at the bottom is Hasir. Okay, it looks like the orchids uh, came off, and now it's, uh, but it's more like the wood was pulled out of it and caused it to be Hasir. So let's read that again. It's one, two, three, four, five lines after they get wide in Ashi. About the Binu Yitzhak, the Binu Yitzhak, the Binu Yitzhak, the Binu Shinein biznav biznav. It's all on the bottom. Okso shinitala etz. Right? Mas shechutz leguma. That's outside of the cavity. Shebeetrog kasher. Pitmato shinitlasha okets mitocha etrog. When we say pitmato, means the whole okets from the inner cavity was pulled out. The hasro 
And now the etrog is chaser. It's lacking, right? Some of its lefikach pasul. Vayim v'tanev yitzhak bari v'azad natlo buchnato. Mash nechnas betocha etrog ke buchna nechnas umakeh ba'asita. Just like a buchna bangs in the bowl itself, in the mortar, so too the buchna is the piece of orchids that's in the hole in the cavity. That's what it's referring to a buchna. This is the buchna in the in the in the in the bowl. So to this uh, orchids, it's in the cavity itself. So if that comes out, it's pasul. If the orchids just falls off, that's okay because it's not hasir. But when the stick is pulled out, that already makes it hasir. Right? That's what came asita. Asita is the bowl. Okay, the mortar. Um, but he likes the first opinion, Nashi. He said, we never found the word pitma is used as an orchid, as the, uh, as the bottom of the etrog. Really, the word pitom is referring to the, to the top of the etrog, and if it's referring to the, it's called the bukhna, because it's the stick part of it, as opposed to the shoshanta. And bottom line, the Gemara is saying, if the orchid, if the pitom comes off, it's going to be pasul. Baruch Amen, amen.